What's up world, it's Katrina. And Marlena, and this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we will be unpacking mother wounds. Okay, let's start the show. Hello. Oh, that was a very loaded hello. <laughs> Lord, are you okay? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. You know, things try to take me out. Still, I rise. You know, still, I rise. I would just leave that at that. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm doing, I'm doing. Okay. Well, and you're doing. What's the baggage for today? Well, um, yeah, I just got back from my. I was gone for almost almost two weeks um, when I was in New York, and uh, it was fun. It was fun for the most part. I will say that, but Good. just certain things. It's just, <laughs> I guess my baggage today is just. I'm just so fascinated with the boldness of men, like some men. Not mm. you know just out there you know it is a different vibe but even the person that I met you know he uh I don't know I guess you know lives in LA but at the same time you know still from the east coast or midwest really I don't know where this motherfucker from but all I know is this I just find it interesting that people are so bold when they're clear clearly married or clearly in other situations Mm. um I mean I know that people have open relationships and people are free today you know it's a different time I'm not saying nothing about anything because I know how it is but I just find it interesting when people don't even I guess they don't present themselves as a certain way so it's not that the person said hey I'm in this open situation but I'm interested in you they just didn't share that they're in a they didn't share nothing nothing Mm. and of course you know I'm no dummy (laughs) you know I'm not but I just find like it just oh man it it, it's just it's bold to me it's very bold and I don't even know if they think that they're living dangerously or they think (laughs) they're like you know oh I'm just gonna try this out and see what happens like no I think this is a regular thing yeah, it's a right. Reg- I feel like it's a regular thing in in much of the dating world. A lot of people are attached to other people and they don't come correct. They don't say like, yeah, this is what it is. They just present themselves as being single. Right. And so I, I just don't know why the line of communicate like we don't know each other. Right. So right. like you don't know the type of person that I am. And if that's even something that I would be interested in even doing. Sure. And and. If you don't give me that up front, then already I'm looking at you sideways. Right. Like, I can't trust anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, not that I'm looking so, to trust you when I first... Not, right. obviously, but, I don't like, know you. can't but move forward if, forward. I, if no. I can't trust you to at least acknowledge right. where you're at. Right. So How'd you find out? I mean, it was blatant. It wasn't like a, they were trying to hide it is what I'm saying. They weren't trying to hide it, but they never said anything about it. I just saw them wearing, you know, they never said anything about it. They just, I just saw them wearing a ring, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know <laughs> again. And I'm rusty, you know, not to put my business out there, but I haven't been out there in a long time like that. Um, And so I don't even That's not my first initial thing. Like, I'm not staring like, oh, let me look. Let me look at his hands. Like, is he married? You know, and I would think if someone's approaching you and trying to talk to you, that like they would be at least smart enough not to do that if they were trying to get one over on you. Right. But maybe that's a part of the game, too. Like they and and I've heard men say that, like, oh, women are way more attracted to you when they know that you are married. Because it shows that you can commit. Commitment, yeah. And I'm like, nah, not over here. Nah, nah mm-hmm. that's not that's Negative. not what it is. Because that's not really commitment if you over here talking to me, sir. Exactly. Unless uh, that's y'all agreement. Unless, exactly. And, and then I don't come with that information. Exactly, exactly. And I don't know nothing. That's what I'm saying. I don't know nothing. Maybe they do have one. I don't know. I'm not privy to that information. 
Um, but yeah, man. And just, yeah, just not even that just situation. It's just that and, you know, other people, when you meet people and then they go, you know, they're trying to be funny, but they, I don't know. I had an interesting situation, but they're trying to be funny, which is like a, it's almost like a sandbox thing a little bit where it's like, I don't know, I, like maybe I'm hitting you because I like you. Right. Or I'm maybe pull I, your hair right. I think you're or maybe I don't remember your name. So I'm just going to keep calling you Inglewood, you know, shit like that, which to me is like, no, maybe first of all, no. But maybe I don't want everybody in this motherfucker to know where I'm from. You ever thought about that? Like, no, no, nothing about that to me is cute. That's like me. That's like you saying light skin. What's up, light skin? (laughs) How you doing? Light bright? Good light bright? I ain't heard that one in a minute. You know what I mean? That's how I know I ain't been outside in a while. (laughs) You know, that to me, that's the same shit. That's the same Uh, shit. That's annoying. So... I don't know. But the funny thing about this is this. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I see you and I raise you. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> For real. Game recognized game. Just yeah, that's all I'm saying. Game recognized game. That's all I'm saying. I respect that. I like that. As long as it don't get messy, because shit be getting messy. Yeah, exactly. I don't want no messy shit. Never. So I've been there. <laughs> I've been there and I'm not going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, thank you. Period. No, thank you. Keep your messiness to yourself. I don't know. Anyway, it was interesting. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds it was like interesting. Quite an adventure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for that baggage today. Thank you for sharing those stories. Like, oh, it's like a little, <laughs> little drama just a little a little drama i mean little... no there was never any drama no, trust but... me there was never any drama but it was just oh, interesting messiness. it's it's messy it's definitely messy oh, when you're just like oh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have what do we have here that's how, that's where i right. was at what do we have here what the hell is going on over here mm. Anyway, what's Keep your baggage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will. I will. Like, um, I will. Hilarious. Um, what is my baggage today? I feel like there's so much. Um, so yesterday, yeah, was it yesterday? It might have been the day before yesterday. One day this week, we'll say, because I don't even know what day it is anymore. Um, I found myself just feeling very agitated with people for lack of communication. And I'm I'm in that space, I think today still like less so because it's not happening as much, but like it was just like several days of people just not communicating what's happening. And I'm just like, what like what what can are we adults here? Can we use our words? Like, <laughs> can we please use our words? And like some of it is like business stuff. Like we supposed to be having a meeting and you don't tell me that you can't show up for the meeting. So I'm waiting and you ain't there kind of deal. I have to like reach out to you last minute and figure out and don't hear back from you for days because you couldn't show up. Um, some of it is on like the family side with people not communicating like where they're going to be and what's happening and like family plans are being made. And I feel I felt very like frustrated that I'm not being informed that certain plans are being created, especially when it's big plans, like people coming into town and things of that nature. Um, just all kinds of stuff, just people just not communicating. And I don't, I start to get to the point where I'm like, okay, is it me? Am I not listening? Am I missing something? Like what's going on? And then I just get to a point where I'm like, no, this is y'all. Like, this is really, really y'all. But then I'd be mad. Like, what? Like, what's the problem? <laughs> what is the problem? And so I don't know. Sometimes I have to sit back and think about it because maybe, maybe my expectations are too high. Maybe, I don't know. I really don't. But I'm just, if you're not communicating, just don't talk to me right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't come to me for nothing don't plan nothing with me like don't I just 
I don't have the capacity for it. It just frustrates me and I just want to get rid of people. Like, you know what? It's fine. We just, we don't need to have this meeting ever. <laughs> it's fine. You didn't show up. We don't need to do this ever. Um, and that's not the best way of dealing with it. You know, people make mistakes. Things happen, but it's frustrating. And I recognize that because it's happening in so many areas of my life that I'm frustrated and everybody's getting the like wrath. <laughs> because it's happening in so many areas but that's where I'm at right now so yeah if you want to if you need to deal with me at any point in time in the next couple of weeks come with your words because I'm ready to just drop things and people yeah I you know <laughs> that's I mean I don't know communication is hard people don't know how to use their words they don't I think we did a whole episode on on people using their words you know when it came to like the amateur hour of silent treatment and stuff like that right. and you know I don't know I just pray for them and move on what can you do <laughs> what can you do like uh, people are only going to move at the pace and speed as which they're going to tr- they're they're accustomed to or what they want to do so I am not rushing. I'm not doing nothing. Like, (laughs) we can, we can, you know, we can communicate or we don't have to communicate. But if we communicate, I'm always going to talk about what's real and what's actually happening. Because if we're not doing that, then what are we doing? Right. And I think my biggest issue with it is like... I always uh, have to check myself when I use the word disrespectful. I feel like Black folks use that word for everything. Like everything is disrespectful to Black folks. Uh, So it feels, if I choose another word, if I use more language than just disrespectful, it just does not feel like it honors my needs or my time or my energy, right? And so it's side, like, I was going to say side note. I do like saying that <laughs> I'm going to take it as disrespect. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that, like, that's what we say about everything. Everything. I'm going to take it personal. I'm going to take it personal. Right. I don't think it's personal all the time. I don't think it's personal majority of the time, if I'm being honest with myself, but it's hard in that moment not to feel that way because I'm like, yo, like, I just spent 15 minutes waiting on your ass and you, cause you didn't communicate beforehand. I could have been doing something else. I didn't have to be here. I could have been doing something else. I could have made other plans. I made my plans around this particular thing that was happening or the lack of that thing happening. If you didn't communicate, it was happening. Then like, I have to make last minute arrangements because you didn't communicate. Like, I think that's the part that gets me. It's like, okay, I get it. We all make mistakes. We all move at our own pace or whatever, but alert me to what the pace is. So I know how to move. Like, (laughs) alert me to what's going on. So I know how to move. Because otherwise, I'm still on the hook here. Like, I'm still kind of in waiting and you ain't communicating. And that's frustrating. Very. And it's hard not to take that personal in a moment when you're like, damn, I could have been doing something else. You know, I take a lot of things personal. I've been really trying to work on it. I have. I really have been trying to work on it, but it is really hard because I feel like my life is very personal to me. It's personal to me. So yeah, I might have a reaction or yeah, I might feel some sort of way about something, but because it did affect me and I'm not going to lie about how it affected me either. And that to me is why the birth of the show came came out because I mean literally people (laughs) are walking around yeah with the baggage that you know sometimes created by the created on their own of course but definitely could be forged from some other shit of people not expressing how they really feel or what's really going on and it's tiring absolutely It, it really is and it can drain it can drain you. And I, and that's what I'm trying my best to even have a platform like this, to talk about stuff like this. And just in general within my life, you know, and I hope that this can be effective for other people too, because it is a big thing, especially amongst not even, I don't even say just amongst this generation, but 
definitely the generations before because they definitely don't want to talk about their shit. They don't want to talk about shit. They don't want to talk about their shit. And they think they don't want to talk about their shit, but they also don't even recognize that they have shit a lot of the time. And they think that we're either A, creating shit (laughs) by talking about it. Right. And I'm like... Or they think that we're just really sensitive. Which is... My grandma used to say that all the time. Y'all just so sensitive. I'm like, no, like you're hurtful. (laughs) You say hurtful things to people. (laughs) Right. And words mean things as uh, Crystal and Kid Fury always say on the read. Like, words mean things. It's fucking true. They do. They do. Your actions have effects on other people. Like, Absolutely. We're all fucking living in this fucking world. You know, it's not, it's not just you. And that's why when people are like, when I hear people say certain things like, oh yeah, there are a lot of selfish people walking around. And I don't mean selfish as in like, oh, I'm in the business of Katrina or I'm the business of Marlena, but just selfish to like, they don't realize, or they, they could realize, but most of them don't realize that they, that their actions affect others they don't even they're not operating on that that emotional level right they're just not they're just caught up in their own world yeah which is does not work no everybody's caught up in their own world that's how we end up in situations where folks don't communicate boom and it came full circle (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) today's topic (laughs) We're talking mm-hmm. about mother wounds. And and... It's going to be a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Like, what are mother wounds and how do you know you have them? Mm. I would say, and I, I just want to be clear that this is Katrina answering, not Katrina the therapist, okay? <laughs> because oh, Lord. Oh, this Lord. Is, I just want to be clear, this is not an official definition. <laughs> I didn't get it out of nobody's okay, dictionary, nobody's got it. book. Okay, okay, got it. All right. We're, <laughs> we're here. We're here. It's just me. Show it up. Okay. I would say mother wounds are experiences that you have had with a mother figure. Doesn't even have to be like your biological parent, but a mother figure that were hurtful to you at any stage of life, I would say. I would say a lot of people would experience them at a younger age, which is why they become more of a wound um, because they often will not heal or they often kind of repeat themselves or are things that we end up protecting ourselves from later. And how do you know that you have them? That's a hard one. Um, I think for some people. Are you breathing? (laughs) I feel like it, I think we all have them. I I think any I think that's true. I don't think any parental relationship is perfect. I no, really don't. Absolutely I, I know people have love for their parents and they love their parents deeply, but we're also talking about flawed human beings. Absolutely. No, I agree with that. I think we all have them to some degree, but how do you know? Because I would say I didn't know that I had them until I was in therapy, probably the last handful of years of therapy where we were talking about some stuff that wasn't even it was more of my father wounds that we were talking about but it was the way in which my mom was managing those situations that I didn't realize I was also internalizing like how she was showing up when my stuff was going on with my dad was also a wound and I didn't know that for many years like for most of my life until the last handful of years did not recognize that like I felt really hurt by her because of the ways that she showed up and that was like a revelation for me (laughs) because we've always well I wouldn't say always we definitely had our stuff especially during my teenage years but I feel like we had we've had for the most part a really decent relationship so while I think everybody has them I think how do you know that you have them I think that can go a lot of different ways for different people but I think there are clear-cut signs if like there were repetitive patterns with your mom there's probably some form of wound there for sure for sure And I think for me, it has always been um, a certain type of behavior. Absolutely. That 
you know, I have always just chopped up to that's just the way it is. Yeah. Just how most people will deal with any family. Anyway, right, we normalize it. Yeah, because it's your family. Uh, but I think how did I know I have them is because of an overcorrection. Mm. It's because I so much did not want to do that that I probably went in a very, very like, okay, I'm not going to do this and, and I'm not going to end up, at, you know, feeling like this or, you know, but at the end of the day, the, the, I guess the growth part for me would be the fact that I'm like, okay, no, like it could very well just happen because life happens. You can, you, can. you know what I mean? Because life happens, you know, yeah. You you deal with it the way that you deal with it. And you might not even recognize that you might be doing some of the same things that you're saying that yeah. you desperately don't want to do. Um, Absolutely. Until, like you said, until you're in therapy or until you're until you're at that point in your life where like, okay, look, I've <laughs> I don't want to learn the lesson too many more times. Like I right. wanna I wanna get it. Like, right. You know, it's like a, it's like a driving test almost, you know, like you're, you're like, look, I know I'm going to get some wrong. Mm-hmm. I know that I am, but like, can we get to the point where it's just like, no, nah, like I passed. Like we're good. And we're good. Good. Like, yeah, I'm at least 90% the way there because right. some of that percentage like can be within, can end up, you know, having you waste a lot of time. And I think that's been my biggest thing is this time that I look back at relationships and things that I've done. And, you know, um, your mother, I feel is your, I mean, your father, of course, is your protector, but I feel like in most situations, everyone has a different situation, but the mom is usually the primary primary, right? Sometimes, yeah, there's definitely single dads, but I'm saying like, if we're talking about just like, I mean, even just physically, they, yeah, they are physically, the they're, they're the, the nurturer. Who, they're the one that's like, who grow us. <laughs> yes. Thank <laughs> Quite you. Literally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so if there's any type of betrayal and I don't want to say betrayal, but if there's any type of rockiness right, in that, in during those growth periods that can shape you for the rest of your life. Absolutely. And so it's your job, you know, I guess for me, it's just like, it's my job. It's like, as much as I'm like, oh no, I don't want to do this. I also need to recognize like, look, she's a person. She has her shit. I'm a person. I have my shit. So what am I going to do with my shit? How am I going to make this, you know, the best that I can? And and how am I going to move through this and be able to be in the world from a different place? Right. And care it, for myself and nurture myself in the ways that maybe I didn't get and needed. Uh, but now I have to show up for myself in those ways. I think you make a really good point. Like sometimes you know that you have a wound because of how you are adjusting. If the way that you are behaving or choosing behaviors is based off of, I don't want to do that, then there's probably a wound there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um Also, if you have like feelings and emotions about your mom that don't feel so good or aren't very positive, then there's probably some kind of wound there as well, right? Not to say that you always have to like your mama, but (laughs) there's probably some kind of wound there. And I think a lot of it is about safety, mental, physical, Mm -hmm. emotional, spiritual safety. Like if there were moments when your mom did not show up in a way that allowed you to feel safe or created space for your safety, then it probably created some type of wound, right? And wounds look very different for everybody. (laughs) Oh, definitely. And they are bigger and smaller depending on who you are, what other people you had in your life what age you were at oh definitely exactly what actually happened because you know um I would say my mom has shaped the way that I communicate Mm -hmm. just the way that I even communicate with others you know like I know that there's some parts that are not the greatest sure And I try to like work on them as much as I can. You know, a lot of, you know, the people that are in my life probably wouldn't even really know that, Mm -hmm. you know, because that is something that I have worked on a lot, but like there's in certain situations where I'm like, okay, I need to, 
take a chill pill. I need to calm down. I need to not make a scenario, you know, in some scenario, you know, in some cases, making the scenario worse than what it needs to be. And that has um, kind of crafted the way that my lifestyle is. You know, I try not to like, like I said, I'm like, I'm really working on not taking things personally. Right. Because that is, I mean, it just doesn't do good for anyone, really. It just (laughs) just doesn't in that scenario, you know, because you're just both going to be miserable. Right. And that is the one thing I, I'm striving more, more and more each day as you know, I continue to be here is to not be miserable. That right. is my, you know, um, not that I am, but you know what I mean? I'm, I'm striving to make each day even better, you right. know? So, uh, because shit, you know, if you let that shit, whatever shit that is creep in for too long, you can't find yourself in this situation where it's this, you know, not even woe is me, but just not, not wanting to experience new things, not even, you know what I mean? Cause you're so consumed or or concerned about this one thing or several things or whatever the thing is. Right. Absolutely. I think it's, it's important to be mindful of that. And so like, I, I know people who, well into adulthood are still blaming how their mo- their relationship with their mother was as children as a child um still blaming their mother for how they show up today as an adult as a parent like all of those things and it's I get it because yes it does impact you and it can impact you for the rest of your life but at the same time it's it's your job like you said it's your job to say, okay, this is what my mom did that I didn't care for. How am I going to shift that? How am I going to change that? But I think some of that begins with not continuing to mirror this trauma that they've put you through or mirror whatever stuff that they hadn't healed by healing yourself, by going forth and getting some healing for yourself. And a lot of times we just end up passing down the same wounds because What I find really fascinating is when there is a history, a family history of the same mother wound, like we're just passing down that same wound and it doesn't just have to be mothers, but like it could be fathers, all of that. But like when it's the same wound from the women in the family, just being passed down, like that's deep. And at what point is somebody going to look up and go, oh, wow, we should stop doing this. This does not feel good. Yeah. (laughs) Let's shift. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, and that that generational shit is real. It is. It's real, and so I'm I be damn okay. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm like I'm trying to. Here. Right, I am definitely trying to stop it in its tracks. You know, right. even if I fall down a million times, I'm still going to get back up. I am not going to do that same shit, and right. especially especially if I also want to have kids. Right. You know, and that's the biggest thing for me. It's like, I want to get myself right even more because I want to, I want to be a, a whole person when I welcome another person into this world. And I know that I can't control that. You know what I mean? I can't control that. I can get pregnant, you know, in a week who, you know, you know, who knows? I mean, you know, you strange, stranger things have happened. Right. Not saying that that would happen, but you know, I'm just saying you never know. You're never fully prepared, but I'm going to do everything in my, in my damnedest to try to get there. At least, right. I mean, at least try to get there because they didn't, they didn't ask to be here. Right. And we don't want to pass on the same hurts that we experience to our children, no. and to generations that come after us. And I think it's important that I really think it's important that people before they become parents take some time to do the healing that they need to do around healing in general, but especially around the dynamics that happen in their own households growing up. I 100% agree because I've, I've, and I'm not talking about just women, men too, you know, yeah, I've had everybody. men that have problems with their mother and you know, you know, the saying of them always saying like, oh, you know, you know, always pay attention how I want, how a man treats his mother, you know, how's oh, the relationship, always pay attention, you know, 
to the relationship a man has with his mother. And, you know, if it's a good one or if it's a bad one or if it's, you know, what what is it like? And I'm like, that shit is real. And I'm not even talking about not even so much how he treats you, because, yeah. yes, of course, that that could definitely mirror but it's just how he communicates mm. with women right you know what i mean that alone tells you what type of relationship or how he feels about his mother mm-hmm. you know so i um i definitely think people should deal you know should try try yeah, to deal with your shit deal with it you know and i don't know i don't yeah. even know if and and i don't even know i know of course we say therapy. Of course we we say that because we believe in it. But at the same time, it's like, I know so many people that are so anti-therapy. Right. That it's like, okay, is there is there other solutions? You know what I mean? Is there is there ways for them to deal with, you know, deal with that unaddressed trauma that I they're think there's witnessing? Always, I think there's always additional solutions. I don't think therapy says the therapist I don't think therapy is the only answer to everything uh I think therapy also has to be in conjunction with other things as well like it can't just be by itself therapy can't operate by itself uh I think self-reflection really getting clear with yourself about what the feelings and emotions are that you have what the wounds are where they came from how it impacts you the way that it has shifted the way that you operate in the world in relationships with yourself with friends at work like whatever it is like getting really clear with yourself and really being reflective about what that looks like determining like where all of that came from if you have a parent who is open and you can have those conversations sometimes having the conversation is helpful I sat down and had a conversation with my mom and was like I realized that I have been really like hurt and angry with you in ways that I did not realize because these are the ways that you showed up. And that felt, that really didn't feel good to me. And what was, I think, really interesting and powerful about that conversation, of course, it did not feel good to hurt it, hurt her feelings, but it was also, she, it gave her the ability to share with me some things that I didn't know, right? And so she was able to share with me like, well, I didn't show up in that way. And I I showed up that way in front of you, but here's how I was also showing up behind closed doors with your father when y'all were going through y'all really tough times. And it was like, oh, like I didn't feel like she was participating and like helping and like assisting me along the way, but she carried me in a lot of ways and she was carrying the mess in a lot of ways that I didn't know and didn't understand. And so sometimes we internalize things just like we talked about earlier. It's not even ours to internalize, but because we're children, a lot of the times when we're younger, especially we're we only are able to think from our own perspective, Mm -hmm. literally as children, like that is how your brain works. So When those things happen at a young age, you internalize it as being about you. (laughs) And so I did. I internalized it about being about me. And it wasn't. There were so many other things that were happening that I I wasn't aware of, that I didn't get to see, that I wasn't privy to. And so if you have the opportunity to have those conversations, you know your parents going to be open and willing, then do. If not, maybe you just write a letter, whether you send it or not. Or if they're not even still living or on this earth in some way, shape, or form where you can have contact with them, you know, you got to get it out some kind of way. You got to recognize it, get it out of your system, face those emotions, deal with it, honor the emotions, but then Ooh. also like start to make shifts. Like, how has this impacted me? Like, is it impacted how you show up with your girlfriends? Do you have rocky female relationships because you don't trust your mama? So you don't trust women? Like, okay, so how are you going to start to shift that? What does that look like? Um, Are you going to start like... (laughs) That's only, but see, that's like, that sounds good. Of course, you would Mm -hmm. want a person, but it's just like, the only time, like you said, is if if they want to do it, because a I'm lot saying. of people like, don't want to do it. Everybody can't. 
And if you can't, then you just can't. But you still need to get it out. Write it down. Have a conversation with somebody else. Go to therapy. Like, there are other ways of getting it out. It doesn't have to be directly with that person. You can write them a letter and burn it if you wanted to. Like, but you got to get it out of your system. You can't just sit with it right? It's recognizing what it is and getting it out of your system. Communicate it in some way, shape, or form. Record it for yourself on a little, you know, voice note. Write it down in your journal. Do a ceremony and, you know, write down all the feelings that you have about your mama and burn them. Like, Like, figure out what works for you. But if you have the privilege of being able to have that conversation with your mother, do so. And if you don't, you still got to find a way to get rid of it. Yep. Or it's going to eat you alive. No, just kidding. (laughs) Pretty much so. I know, I know. But I don't want to laugh at that, but it might. might. And that that is a scary feeling to not, you know, that I can only imagine because granted, I haven't been down that dark of a path before. But I can only imagine what that's like to be so unattached from your feelings. I can't because I feel, you know, I wish I, I wish I could turn some off, you know what I mean? And I do in, in my own way, of course, but you know, I can't imagine what it would be like to be completely just like, you know what I mean? Not deal with it and just continue on in, you know, being, like I said, in in misery. I agree. And I don't think you have to be in misery just because you're not dealing with it. I think what happens a lot of the times is we're so busy pushing through. We don't even realize that it's there because there's just so much other shit that we're dealing with. Like, and you don't have to be miserable, but it might it might be impacting other parts of your life that don't feel good to you. Right, right. But you're that right. doesn't mean you're miserable. Right, you're right. Like you might be sitting here like, why can I not have decent relationships with women? Like, why are all my female relationships trash? What is that about? And <laughs> come to realize like you have issues with women because of your relationship with your mama, but you don't know that and you're not miserable. You're just having a hard time with female relationships. Mm, I don't know I feel like and again I think it's just me because I'm just like if it's I don't want I don't want it to be hard of course it's gonna, I, yeah of course it's gonna be hard you know what I mean everything takes work but Absolutely. like I mean you know what I mean I don't want it to be like oh each time I'm going on this roller coaster again and I still don't know you know what I mean? Like I, I, I would want to try to figure it out. And so I think you're right. Like you have to get it out. Like there's no other way around it, you know? And it may, yeah, you might not be miserable, but it really can have an effect on certain things and you have to choose whether or not those things are important to you. Now, if you don't give a damn and it is what it is, then I mean, by all means, it is is what it is. (laughs) But like, if you do, or you feel like, or even if you don't give a damn today, but you know, maybe in a couple of years, you will give a damn. That doesn't mean just completely just go off the rails. I just don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah. At least try to take, I feel some sort of step. (laughs) You know what I mean? Something. Yeah. It don't have to be, you know, the greatest things or thing, but like something. Something. You know what I mean? You You have have to have have something. You got to have a shift or you have to, you got to have to shift or just have something to build on. At least have something to build on. Yeah. Build a different foundation for sure. Yeah. 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 And I want to acknowledge too that having a mother wound does not mean that we have to dislike or hate or even be mad at or angry at our mothers. Like it doesn't, like you can still love your mother and have a lot of compassion for this person and think that this person did so much greatness for you and still have a wound there. Because like you said, like everybody is flawed. Nobody is perfect. And I think a lot of times I see that with Black women, especially, um, but even Black men too, but in therapy, like where they're like, oh, but like, I love my mom. Like, I love her. Like she did the best that she could. Yes. And in doing the best that she could, there were some things that did not feel good to you. And I think it's important to recognize that like having a mother wound doesn't mean that like you're being disrespectful to your mama. 
which <laughs> just means that there were pieces of your upbringing with her in your dynamic that didn't feel good. Yeah, it's true. Unless <laughs> I just say it does depend on the wound. What do you mean? It depends on the situation. I do feel like, yeah, I don't, of course you don't hate your mother. No, but I'm saying I could see how someone could get to a point where it's like, Oh, I'm not saying that (laughs) there aren't people who don't hate their mothers because of their wounds. Absolutely not. What I'm saying though, is I think a lot of us convince ourselves that we don't have wounds with our mothers because they showed up for us. They did all of these great and wonderful things for us or because we believe we're supposed to love and care for them and honor them and all of these things. And to have and to say that they did anything wrong would be disrespectful in some way, shape or form because she took care of me, you know? And especially if it was a single mom or something like that. Like, I'm not saying, like there are people who obviously, whatever the situation was, you have every right to whatever your feelings are. But I also want people to understand that loving your mother and acknowledging that your mother hurts you can both happen at the same time. For sure. No, I I agree 100%. Yeah. And that shit's heavy. (laughs) I know. That's why I was like, oof, it is heavy. heavy. But it's realistic. Yeah. Because I don't, that's the one thing. It's just like, I don't want to lie about it. No, if, 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 if it happened, you know, and like you said, like, that's great that you would be able to have a conversation with your mom, you know, and, and hear other things because some, some people, like you said, they don't have that option and, mm-hmm. and they could just walk around with, with it, you know? And, and like you said, not even sometimes not even, you know, can be completely oblivious. Right. Um, but you know, I love my mama. I love all, <laughs> I love my, I, love, I do. I love my you know, I have, you know, two moms, so to right. speak. So I love both of them, but, yeah. you know. But they had their shit. They had their shit, you know. And so, and knowing what I know about them both, I can see how they would have their shit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's not something that I'm just like, what? You know? No, <laughs> I can I can completely see. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's definitely empathy there. So there's no judgment. Right. Right. You know, there really is no judgment. It's just like these things happen and I have to make sure that like I get it together. Mm -hmm. So I don't continue the cycle. Yep. And that's that. (laughs) Get you some damn therapy, y'all. Damn. Goodness. But for (laughs) real. I'm I'm glad that we talked about this though cuz I don't think that there's enough conversations about mother wounds. I think I think especially in the black community too, but I think overall we we demonize men so much in society a lot of the time when it comes to like absent fathers and that Oh kind yeah. Of stuff. They're like the poster boys. You yeah. know what I mean? They got and the- so <laughs> And there's this like I don't know, there's this narrative that like you're supposed to love your mother and your mother is the greatest person in the world because they gave birth to you and like all of this stuff. And it's like, no, that's not real. Like they are just as flawed as our fathers and ourselves and all of that. And it's important that we talk about that and acknowledge that you can also have wounds from your mama or whoever your mother figure was. Yep. So true. I mean, but just think about it they did give us life so it's like yeah i mean pretty much everything is affected i feel like if they you know what i mean if they weren't doing the right things when when you know when you're pregnant or you know not taking care of you properly or whatever the case may have been like yeah that's it it, from the beginning there's always going to be a possibility for there to be you know some shit absolutely Mm -hmm. yep it's a great and responsibility. Yep. And they're learning and growing because they are helping you to learn and grow. And so they gonna fuck it up a little bit yeah. or a lot of bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. It's, it's possible. Mm, goodness. But shout out to those of us who are doing the work, who are recognizing the wounds, who are healing the wounds, who are determined not to continue the cycles. This shit is hard but it's good work. Amen. Amen. It really is. It is hard, but somebody got to do it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to pay off in the end. 
It's can already I, paying off. Right, right. Can I get an amen? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is paying off. I think it, or I think it really is. Yeah, so. it's shifting the way that we, at the very least, engage with ourselves and engage with our mamas. So that's mm-hmm. a good place to start. Yep. y'all this next segment is called roses marlena who you want to give your rose to today well i'm not sure when this episode is going to come out but i do know today is my friend simone's 34th birthday and um i just wanted to shout her out and you know tell her that i love her and that i'm so proud of the person that she's been working towards being Mm. you know because I would say if if I out of all of my friends I would say she's the most in touch with her you know emotions even when it is rough Mm -hmm. you know even when there's drama attached or whatever the case may be it's like um she really is like that earthy like when I tell you that earthy friend like it's like yeah she she's in touch with all of that and so you know, it is easy for somebody to just be like, yeah, I'm not going to deal with it or I don't want to deal with it. But I've always find that she's so strong in those moments, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, even when it fucking sucks. So, you know, I just want to recognize her and say, I see you shining queen and I'm so proud of you and keep doing what you're doing and being your best self and happy birthday happy birthday man just you know turn up one time I wish I could be there with her uh tonight but I can't but you know I know we gonna celebrate real big when I can and um yeah it's gonna be fun times I mean I've known her um she, her mother has been on uh, uh been on an episode on this show Diana mm-hmm. um and I've known her since the sixth grade wow um yeah so it's been a long journey and I'm glad that I have her by my side through it all so shout out to her so Katrina who are you gonna give your rose to today I am going to give my rose to my acupuncturist um I think I've shared on here before the stomach issues that I've been having and not being sure what my body is reacting to, what's happening, but just having a lot of just stomach stuff um, that the damn doctors didn't do, haven't been doing much about. Um, So shout out to my acupuncturist because in the midst of all of this, she was able to run some blood tests for me to figure out what exactly is happening. Um, So the blood tests were food sensitivity tests that the doctor didn't want to run because it's not a full-blown allergy, which I think is the dumbest shit ever. Um, But the acupuncturist ran them. Turns out I'm having reactions to a lot of things right now. And some of that we're hoping is just because my body is just really inflamed because things are off the charts in certain areas but I just really appreciate the amount of work and dedication the uh the consistency that is coming from her and the work that we're doing together because it has been miserable uh not feeling like I can eat a lot of the time not feeling hungry, not feeling good after I eat, all of those things are not fun for me. So to have someone who is working really diligently diligently with me um, to get these things under control, to figure out what the hell is going on so we can get it under control. She officially has me on a herb regimen started this week. So I'm just I feel hopeful that things are going to start to get better. I know it's going to be a minute and it's already been a minute. but I just appreciate that I just just appreciate having holistic 
practitioners in my life who step outside of this Western medicine model and are like, no, you're uncomfortable. We need to do something about this. Let's run some tests uh, in the places where the doctors were not. So shout out to her because I don't know. I feel, I, it makes me feel hopeful. The herbs may never work. <laughs> it may be something completely different, but just the fact that like we found some things that are happening in my body that we can work on and we're going to work on them. It makes me feel more hopeful than just being like, well, we don't know. Mm, mm, mm. Shout out to her. Cause that's a lot, man. That's a it lot for real. Lot. It has been a lot. And it's been almost six months that I've been having this issue. So. Well, I will say my favorite word that you said was consistent. Cause yes. <laughs> I need a lot of more consistency that it's just not it's not a thing anymore actually right so I mean that and that I would say yeah I I'd be grateful for for that Mm -hmm. yeah consistency and just like hearing me because I feel like with the doctors it was like oh well you're not in pain you're just uncomfortable now like the pain went away you're just uncomfortable yeah but I still am uncomfortable and I shouldn't be uncomfortable every time I eat like that's not that's not reasonable like y'all need to figure out what the fuck is going on because I wasn't uncomfortable every time I ate six months ago like (laughs) something's happening in my body that doesn't feel good y'all need to figure that shit out And for her, it was like, oh, you're uncomfortable. We need to figure this out. It's good that the pain is decreasing, but the discomfort is still very much there. And it's impacting your ability to function. Let's let's do something else about this. So I just appreciate her. And I know that's her job, but I appreciate her taking the journey, becoming an acupuncturist, following that calling and being able to be present in my life in this stage when I'm I need her I need you adore you gotta have you (laughs) yes all of that all of that all of that well that was another episode of excess baggage follow us on Instagram and Facebook at excess baggage pod that's excess baggage p-o-d be sure to like subscribe and review on the podcast app and Spotify And remember to pack light and keep it tight. Faux show.